Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Hello. Is anyone here? Okay. No one's here yet.
Hey, Sigil. Yes, hey. Are you logging into chat as well? Yes. Oh, so okay. I can't figure out. It's something with my um my computer why I can't figure out how to do the um, chat and the call. Like, I can't hear it, so I have to figure that out. Yeah, I don't think, though, TalkShoe is set up for that. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah, like, so, like, usually on WebEx, you can you can do both from the computer, but this one, it seems like you have to call and and log in if you want to do the chat. Okay, perfect. I get it. Yeah. yeah. It took me a second to figure that out. It's like, okay, I can't hear anything. So, yeah. 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 Okay. Um, I think we'll wait on a couple more people. Um, Tina is on the line. Tina, you still there? Tina, 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 Tina. Well, she was there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happened. Oh, yeah, I see somebody's logged off. Yeah. Red. Well, how have you been? Good, how have you been? I'm good. I'm busy, but good. You're busy? You're still um, teaching at Howard? Yep. Is it easier now? It is. It's a... um, this semester, actually this year has been easier. They didn't swamp me with classes, but I feel next semester I'm teaching a couple new classes, so I'm trying to prepare oh. now so it's not, at least I know, you know, ahead of time. Right, right, right. So yeah. it's not like you up against the clock trying to prepare and everything. Right, so I'm doing my prep now and trying to just figure out. What, what two classes? Gracie, don't pick her up. What two classes? Um, what, what two am I teaching now or next semester? Um, next semester. Um, I'll be doing astronomy, which is completely new to me, and then um, oh. I'm doing atmospheric atmospheric physics again. I don't know what um, in terms of what I'll be doing in terms of physics recitation. Oh, okay, okay. So, yep. So, how things with you at work? Good. It's good. What happened? Do you know what happened with the thing? I never heard anything back from them. I actually called. Um, Hold on, one got, uh-huh. Hello? I had got disconnected. But you should have a button if you're you're talking about like on your cell phone. You should have a button that says mute. Oh, 
No, I'm not on my cell. That's why. I'm oh. Okay, I figured out. Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Um. So what um we were, what I wanted to talk today about was um things that we need to do as far as immediate things we need to do for gyms um as as operations goes. So communications is kind of handling like all the marketing for the event. And um, finance is actually handling the budget for the marketing, and finance will be handling the budget for for the spring field trip. Ideally, what happens? That's the first thing we can talk about. That's the most immediate, impressive thing. Ideally, what what should happen is that we identify a place to go with the girls for the spring field trip, and then we kind of estimate how much it will cost and submit that to the finance committee for them to go ahead and prove purchases and things like that. And so um, I don't know if everyone is on Slack, but Raluca actually sent a list out say past field trips that um, Jim's has been on. And I know a few were mentioned in the actual meetings last weekend. So what um, – ideally what I would I would like if we had everyone like on the phone would be to break that list up and people make calls to see what availability um, the facilities have, and then we can go ahead and try and decide on which one. Um, does everyone have a list of of what um, of what Raluca sent out? So there was like NASA Goddard, there was the Waterfront Park, there was the Baltimore National Aquarium, Echo City Forms, Patuxent Wildlife Refuge, and University of Maryland. Geology department, and then Tina, you had one, and then Alice actually mentioned one as well, and then Miguel, you mentioned one as well, right? Yes. Right. I don't remember oh. what it was. So. <laughs> I think I have it in the notes. I think I okay. Yeah. Um, sent out. So, I mean, Miguel, if you want to go ahead and just contact them and see what kind of availability they have. Because you said yours was interactive as well. I'm trying to remember what it was. What was it? (laughs) (laughs) I want to say it was, um, maybe it was the, um, I don't remember what it was. I'm sorry. No, no, no. It's no problem. I had written a note down somewhere. Let me try and pull it up. Uh, I don't have a problem contacting them. I'm just trying to remember. And I'm trying to find those. Your daughters went to? Oh, the Air and Space Museum. That's right. Okay. Yes, 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 yes. So um, if you can contact them and yep. find out, like, what the logistics would be and when when we're able to go in there, um, that would be great. Ideally, um, we can look for after May 2nd because May okay. 2nd will actually be the last day of, of the mentors. So either on May 2nd or sometime after May 2nd. Um, okay will be ideal. Um, and then, Tina, you mentioned one as well. Do you yeah. remember what you mentioned? Yeah. Um, oh, man. Um, I just had it. Um, <laughs> listening to Sigel keep saying she couldn't remember, and I forgot what I had. It was right there. Um, it was the Naval Maritime Intelligence Center in Suitland. Uh, yeah, I can reach out to them tomorrow and see. Yeah. If if you could contact them and mm-hmm. find out um, what the logistics would be, that would be great too. Okay. All right. I will do that tomorrow. I'll do that. Just okay. in terms of logistically, how many girls, how many um, total people are we looking to bring and what type of information do we need? Just Okay. So we need about 20 to 28. That's about okay. the range of girls that we will bring in. That's excluding the mentors. So mm-hmm. I would probably say no more than 30 people. Okay. So attending. And then I would, um, some of the logistics would be the time of day. Okay. Um, so the time of day, whether or not they do either weekday or weekend. Um, if some, some facilities, like, um, if they have places to eat kind of thing, because that would depend on the time that the students go. So if they are crossing that lunchtime, they need to, we have to have a place where the girls can have lunch. So if the facility, if, they, if the facilities have like a lunch area, not so okay. much a cafeteria, 
but at least a place where we can eat. Um, that that's that's another logistic. Um, let's see, time. Um, okay. Also, we need like a travel time, estimated travel time, but that's something you can probably compute after yeah. getting the address location. Mm-hmm. But we need to find out how far it is from the school. The school is William Wirt, W-I-R-T, to wherever, you know, the, the facility is. Okay. And that's the main things I can think off the top of my head, the things that we need to know um, as far as logistics go. Also, if you can get like a somewhat of an agenda out of them, like what the girls will be doing. <laughs> so if okay. they come. What thing? What sort of things? What kind of programs they have for the girls? And it could be doesn't have to be you know verbatim, but at least an yeah. idea of of the things that the girls would do. And I think that would be good to have. Okay. Uh, and you said that the school is William Wirt, W O R T. No, W I R T. W I R T. Right. 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 So yeah, if we could, I think those are the main logistics that we need. Okay. From the um, I mean, if you have anything else, do you um, do you ladies have anything else we should know? I think from the top of my head, that's what I have. Yeah, I think that's okay. Good. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. Um, so that's the main thing operations needs to wrap their hands around. This is April second. We need to give the school. That's another thing. We have to give them six weeks notice Ooh, for okay. the field trip. Yeah. So we actually already are into May. As you know, probably what the second week in May, um, as the earliest time we can schedule a field trip. So we can't even do May second. So we are going to have to go after May second. So um, that's another thing. So ideally, it would be great if we could have a lit. Uh, well, what you guys find out, the information that you find out by, say, what's this Sunday? Next Sunday. Okay, I mean, okay. Friday would be best, but Sunday, you know. I know everyone's busy and stuff. So by next Sunday, um, that'll be great. So we could make a decision um, by that Monday. <laughs> so so um, maybe not Sunday, Friday. If, if you can, if you can get it by Friday, so Monday we can make a decision on which field trip we will put out. Okay. 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 Um, so that that's the spring field trip. The rest of the field trips that's on the list, I. I'll split up. Um, I'll try and split up a, um, across email with the rest of operations to see if anyone could volunteer to make call. Um, the other main thing that we have to do is the assessment of gems. So gems will probably technically end as far as the after school enrichment program on May second. That's when we lose the mentors, and so we have to come up with a process for assessing how how well gems was this spring. Yes. Yes, baby. Okay, okay. Um, so um, what's, what has been done in the past, I'm trying to pull up Raluca's email, but she sent me an email saying what has been done in the past as far as um, assessing the program. But before I say what's been done, do you um, do you guys have any suggestions on what could be done to do the assessment? I mean, the thing that comes to my mind is really that, I mean, when you assess anything, you're talking about a survey. So you're talking about being able to survey the parents, the school, um, the students, the people that are involved, just to be able to give, you know, gather the feedback of how things are going so that, you know, anytime you want to assess, you want to be able to assess how do things go, where do you see improvements, and, you know, what other feedback would you probably recommend to be Mm -hmm. To gather that information so that you can build it into your strategy going forward. Right. Okay. Um, so, uh, excuse me, Raluca is here. I'm sorry for being late, but I'm uh-huh. I'm, I'm online. Okay. So, Raluca, just to catch you up, were you able to hear anything regarding the spring field trips? No, I I just joined. No. Okay. So, um, what what we have so far is that. Sigel will call. I forgot the name of what you were calling. Who you were calling, Sigel? Um, do you remember the name of the place you were calling? Hello? Do y'all know anybody? Hello? 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 Yes. Yeah. Did I lose people? No. Who? Oh, okay. Sigel, you still there? 
to go. Uh, who do I have on the line? Tina's on the line. Tina? Yes, Tina's on the line. Okay. We're looking at you still there? Yes. Hillary. Uh, well. Hillary is there? Okay. And Sigal, did we lose Sigal? I think we did. Yeah, we did. Okay, so what we had um, discussed so far were, were, the, were the spring field trips, and we, I know Raluca sent a list out of past field trips on Slack, and um, Tina and Sigal had um, two um, suggestions for field trips, and they were going to contact them this week to get some, some basic logistics for the field trip. Um, and they were going to report back, say, Friday, what information they were able to gather. And so what I was going to do then is split up the list that Raluca provided on Slack amongst operations to see who would volunteer to call. So ideally what we would like is to gather information from the facilities, and by Friday we can all vote and decide on what field trip the girls would go on for the spring. And since we need six weeks um, notice to to the school, we're already already pushing this back till looks like the second week in May, since we're already April second as the earliest time. So we probably want to look for available dates around that time. Um, any opinions about that? Okay, fine. Yep. Raluca. No, no, that that sounds fine. That okay. Sounds fine. Um, so if we find or identify a field trip for during the week, um, are is everyone still interested in doing Maryland Day for an additional field trip? I think. Um, so, so to me, Maryland Day is. Something we can, I mean, something we should try to do, um, just because it's such a big event. Not necessarily all the girls have been to it before, even if it's really close by. Um, and it's really, I mean, and it's, it's it's the type of event where the mentors are much more likely to be able to help. Just because it's already on cam on campus, they are on campus, so kind okay. of it's okay. It, 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 it have both the girls and the mentors involved. So, and Maryland Day is actually April 29th, I believe. Is that right? Yes, last Saturday in April, a great event to come visit with uh, with family. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so if it's April 29th, will the school have an issue with us trying to do a field trip so so soon? Because that's about four weeks. Not necessarily. So okay. we have to clarify, but because it's not during the school um, the school week, not, not necessarily. Okay, so um. I'm sorry, I apologize. Um, so I, I guess the the thing we, if we were to do April 29th, I guess we would have to find out from the school what we need to do as in order to say um, to in order to do the field trip, as well as some type of budget on how much it will cost to do the field trip. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Um, so I mean, Raluca, would you mind like contacting the school to find out what we would need to do in order to do that? In addition to the students, you also want to gather how many people you will need from the other side of things, meaning I don't know if you'll need participants from the advisory board or who you'll need to make this happen. So you just want to make sure you have enough people before right. we go down that road, right? Right. Um. So typically, what um, we're looking at. So if they, if this has been done in the past, what 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 was the process? So did did we have buses pick the girls up from Williamsburg or from the middle school and then bring them onto campus and the mentors meet the girls there, or the mentors met the girls at the school and everyone rode to University of Maryland together? So what what we've done in the past was um, um, their parents, or in a year one of the teachers. 
sorry, uh, brought the school, uh, brought the girls to Maryland, um, and we were meeting them in a in a place and a certain place on campus uh, with the mentors. Okay. Um, and kind of we we had we walked around for a certain amount of time and came back at that meeting place and their parents will, you know, take them home. So that's what we've done in the past and really depending on the year was more or less successful in terms of having girls to to come on campus. Um girls off one university and the and at a central location and then the mentors and the girls then participated in Maryland Day. Is that how it went? Yeah, we we um yeah, the, their parents uh dropped the girls on, on campus basically at the computer science building. But yeah, a central location where it was relatively easy to 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 leave somebody on or and I, I think in one year we had also a parent walking with um, with one of the girls and kind of a younger brother. Uh, other years we had just the mentors or the mentors and the teacher, um, depending on the year. We had a bus at the school that brought the girls to Maryland Day. And maybe have we never we never we never did that, but that would probably be useful. Yeah, I'm I'm wondering if that would increase participation and probably like have like bagels or donuts or something in the morning. If 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 we're doing the morning, I I don't even know the timing of it, but um something some type of snack to have, um and then take them to Maryland Day. The mentors will meet us at a central location, and then we bring the girls back on the bus to the school where their parents can pick them up or whomever will pick them up. Is, so that, I a, is that? I have a question. This is to go. Um, I thought sure. y'all said we needed six weeks to for field trips. Is this not considered a field trip? Yeah, that's so, what I thought too. But yeah, so that, that's what I need to clarify. The six weeks clearly apply to anything that's happening during the school day. Oh, okay. Thank you. Hello? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I said thank I I just thank you. I wasn't sure about that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I um so what we have so Raluca, you were kind of you were pursue um the logistics for doing Maryland Day on April twenty ninth. So and Tina will attack the facilities that they suggested and then I can kind of split up the list for amongst the other operations committees. Is that okay? Yeah. That's, that sounds that's, good. That's, yeah. That sounds good. Okay. Um, so we can pursue that for, for, the, for the field trip, and we can try to have all the information gathered, say, by Friday. I'm thinking the Maryland Day information probably needs to be gathered before that, but um, by Friday, no later than Friday, um, we should have all the information so that we can decide on what to pursue as far as the spring field trip and decide on how much it's going to cost. Because one thing I think we probably will want to budget, if the field trip is spanning their lunch hour, is to provide some type of lunch for them. So I just kind of want to push that inside the budget as well um, when planning. So does that sound okay or any kind of feedback on that? That sounds good. Yeah, it sounds good. Well, I just want to – this, um, Tamara, I just want to be clear. So we're talking about – we're talking about two field trips. Possibly, um, um, I know we're going to call the places that we know of for a field trip either on May 2nd or shortly after May 2nd, and then prior to that, the weekend before that, on April 29th, having the girls participate on that, um, the Maryland Day, that Saturday field trip as well. So ideally, if it works, that will be ideal um, is to have two. 
one on Saturday okay. and then the other one is during the week, if the budget allows. I mean, we have to see how much all this is going to cost. But um, okay. our first attempt can be Maryland Day since it's coming up um, soon. But we don't even know if it's going to fly, but we'll, we'll try and see. Um, okay. And I think if the budget allows for two, then we can definitely get – we can try and squeeze in two. The thing is uh, we probably get more participation for field trips if it, was, if it occurred during the week versus that weekend. So uh, that's kind of why I want to try and put you two. But if, um, if we can't do two financially, then, of course, we can't do two. But we, we can try and do Maryland Day as soon as it's coming up first. And we're looking for time and see what that's about. Yeah, and, uh, and once again, this year it, it shouldn't be any problem in having two, two field trips. I mean, we do have the money for two field trips. So we are fine money-wise. I mean, unless you know we decide to 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 get a hammer of limousine to take the girls to to campus. So with reasonable expenses, we we are fine to uh, to do both field trips. Uh, that's not a problem. It's it's just you know time and organizations and participation. That's it, uh, which is a problem enough. But uh, money is not a problem this year. Okay. 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 I just want to be. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So um, we'll 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 um, we'll try and organize Maryland Day as much as we can, and then the rest of us will then try and find out or identify a second field trip uh, for the girls, and we should have everything like reported by Friday, so that we can all, as a committee, decide on which one to pursue. Do you yeah. want us to just send you an email or send it like via Slack to information? I would probably send via email to the operations committee because it will be it should be like detailed in it. I think Slack is just to we can vote over Slack on what we decide, but okay. I think um or or what you could probably do is just you can send to me. So those people who are calling people, you can send to me and I can compile it into one document so that everyone can kind of review and then decide, you know, what they want to do. That may be better than people getting multiple emails about, you know, each field trip. So um, if you want to just forward over the details to me, I can compile them to one document and then send out to everyone. Okay, great. Thanks. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. We're good with the, the spring field trips. Are there any other kind of concerns or suggestions or feedback or anything? Nope. Hello? Nope. Nope. Okay. All right. All righty. So the next um, – kind of uh, priority that we have in operations is the assessment of gyms. And um, so, Raluca, I, um, I saw the email that you sent about what's been done in the past. If you could kind of summarize real quick with the rest of um, the people on the committee about what has been done in the past and then what we should do um, for this spring. Okay. So, in the past, uh, kind of um, what our procedure is the following. In terms of um, surveying the girls, we do a survey when they join GEMS, which is a survey of attitudes and interest in STEM fields and kind of supports the, in the family or community. And we do a past uh, survey at the end of GEMS, so it can be nine months, so, you know, um, in usually in May. When we finish GEMS, um, once again, a survey that's of attitudes uh, toward GEMS and kind of general knowledge as opposed to subject knowledge. Um, so that's one, one direction. And we've used pretty much the same pre and post for the last, I would say, for the last, eight years for sure, possibly for the last 10 years. Um, we also do kind of, um, we have a few other directions. We have a survey, a short survey of the teachers that we are doing at the end of the, of the gym. So basically in May, um, and that's kind of a survey of, what uh, how they've observed the gems activity in their classroom, 
um, if they've observed any improvement in the normal school days of the girls who participated in GEMS or not, um, any suggestions that might, they might have about um, things to cover in GEMS, organization of GEMS, um, any suggestion whatsoever for the, about, you know, about the program and what we can do better next semester. Uh, so um, the girls, the teachers, we also have surveys and mentors uh, in two different ways. One is a weekly reflection, which is basically um, a week-by-week, activity-by-activity, what went well, what didn't go so well, um, what suggestion do you have to improve the things? Right, in terms of either dynamic in the classrooms, the type of activity, organization, whatever they can say. And at the end of GEMS, a final survey, which is basically you personally mentor, did you get what you expected out of GEMS? Um, how much time you spent of it? Was it in line with how much you were expecting to spend? Um, any organizational issues you've observed, um, and once again, suggestions you have for the uh, for the program. Now, looking at the program as a whole, as opposed to a one weekly activity. So today, these are the three directions we are surveying. Basically, we survey the students the undergraduate mentors, and the teachers who are uh, sponsoring us in the schools. Um, aside from that, so which are kind of surveys, the only other data we have is basically data that says so many girls showed up on this day, on this day, on this day. So many mentors showed up on this day, on this day, on this day. So basically, data of presence uh, for the girls and for the mentors throughout the semester. So that's the, these are the data we, the type of data we are collecting nowadays. Okay. So um, does anyone have an opinion about which? Well, well, first. At the beginning of the spring semester, really good. Did you were you guys able to do any type of assessment or survey? So we did survey. We have, um, I think we don't necessarily have all the days that uh, all the girls that participated this year. Not all of them necessarily have the. Um, the input, uh, the first survey, the pre-survey. Only the girls who were there first time, um, the time when we did the pre-survey. But we do have that data, yes. Okay, so you have data from the girls at the beginning of the spring semester, right? Correct. Is that what I was yeah. Okay. And so we then need to do a survey at the end of, of the spring semester um, to to get an assessment. Is that the way we're going? Yes. Okay. Um, so we can then also do an assessment with the mentors. Did they fill out one at the beginning of the spring semester? Um, we, we don't have, for the mentors, we don't have a pre-survey. We just have a post-survey. Okay. Um, okay. So then also then, um, do you know if Ms. Riley attended all of the um, the gym sessions was she present? Yes. Yes. So we can then get uh, assessment from the girls, the mentors, and Miss Riley. Is that right? Yes. Yes. Okay. So I think I think um, I think we should probably go that route. And um, do you have past survey questions that you've had? Is that already on the Google Drive or? Um. They, I mean, they are on my Google Drive. Um, they, I can make sure uh, that I share them with the operation committee. 
what's happening? Because that's uh, kind of some things that I've shared with, I thought I've shared with everyone last week, so the past field trips, and I wasn't sure that we, that you are able to see that. Or... Well, I saw it on Slack, um, but I didn't see one in my email. I may have missed uh, it, but I, I didn't see one in my email. Okay. So I think uh, initially in the email was just more, more or less a question of, um, you know, uh, Raroshka had shared this document with you. So mm-hmm. maybe those don't necessarily show up. Okay. Okay. Uh, I-, I can go back and check. Um, um, but so if you can share the assessments, like the questions, um, I think that would be great with operations. And then if operations can see, see the questions, and um, we can see if we want to add to the um, questions if we want to get some more information. Is, is that okay? Yeah. Everyone? Yeah. Okay. So is, is everyone okay with that kind of process for the assessment? I think later when we get to planning or when we have like a big planning meeting, we can formalize the assessment process and have it kind of, uh, say, um, formal and documented. But I, um, for the spring semester, I think we can go this route. Is everyone okay with, with us pursuing this for an assessment? Sure, that's fine. Yeah, I think that's fine. good. Sure, that's fine. Okay, awesome. So Raluca will share the, the assessments, the past assessments with us. And then we can review and see if we're fine with the questions or if we want to add to the questions to get some more information. Um, and once we have that, um, we can then just release that um, to to the after-school enrichment program for them to, to gather. Is that good? Yep. Yep. Okay. Okay. Does anyone else have any kind of feedback or um, suggestions or anything like that? No? Okay. Um, the the kind of the next thing that I wanted to talk about was formal process uh, or what kind of um, answer we would give to people when they ask about gems being in their school. So I have had, since, since communication started pushing gems like off on Facebook and since we've been advertising about the upcoming event, I've had maybe three parents contact me on Facebook and in my email about gems and wanting to know, like, you know, how can I get involved with gems or, you know, what's the process? And so I just kind of wanted to put that out there, operations, to kind of see if we can strategize on a response to those type of questions. And so um, does anyone have any kind of immediate thoughts about it? I mean, we can take this back. You can kind of marinate it and have it in your brain for a little bit and then decide or have an opinion about it. But it is something that we need to probably tackle and put up on a website, on the website, so that um, we can answer that question, which we will probably get the question at the STEM Expo as well. So that's something to think about. Does anyone have any immediate thoughts about that? No? Hello? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm here. I'm thinking, this is Miguel. This is kind of why I was asking that question last, last time we met, because I... I know people are going to be interested, but they, they're going to want to know the process. So, yeah, I think if we come together and have, okay, these are the formal steps. But um, I don't know if right now we're at the point where we're ready to expand into multiple, multiple schools or if there's a cap or, you know, in, in terms of how many schools we can do for, say, next semester. Right. Well, ideally, VIMS is less set up, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, Raluca, we're supposed to be in three schools, but right. we just, you know, a couple of things happen where we, we're not, and we're just in one. So, I mean, at minimum, we can do three schools. Right. If, if, is that right, Raluca? Am I wrong? Yeah. No, that's, yeah. that's, that's right. something so, we've done before. Right. Yeah. Right. And so for next year, we're not committed, uh, to, to my knowledge, we're not committed to a certain school. Ideally, we would like to be in the schools that we were supposed to be in, but um, so we're not, so it's not like to say William Work, we're supposed to be back in William Work. I mean, 
I think it's any PG County, well, not any PG County school. We kind of want to stay close to Maryland because the mentors are coming from Maryland. So, I mean, strategically, that's the kind of where we want to go. But um, ideally, it's um, middle schools in PG County. So, I think we just still need to come up with some type of formal process that we can repeat to others who are interested in GEM. And then we also have to think about what answer we would give to, say, parents where we can't get, you know, where we can't set up a gym program in their school. Like, what, what can, what do we say? Do we just say no, we can't do gyms in there, or you know? So we need to come up with these kind of formal answers to give to parents and to give to teachers or whomever about the, about gyms and how we can be in the schools and so forth. So I mean, yeah. I mean, we don't have to decide today, but it's something that we we probably want to begin strategizing for. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Okay. Everybody else? Any thoughts? Yeah, that's fine. I mean, I was just, I'm listening to everything, and I was just wondering, I mean, as far as the girls, do we have, well, I guess this is more of a question for Raluca. What was the criteria prior to for, for girls to get accepted into the gym program? Was there, what was in the past, what type of criteria did you all use? Interest. That's it. So if they were interested in coming, they would come. Um, it wasn't, it's not a criteria of grade. It's not a criteria, um, it's, it's simply interest. If they're interested in either because, you know, for them personally, STEM is interesting or because their friends are doing this and kind of that's what, brings them to GEMS. If they want to be there, they're welcome. So um, I, okay, all right. That's what I was wondering because I'm thinking uh, before you said that, I was like, oh, did you have to have a certain GPA? Did you have to excel in science or math? Because I'm quite sure those will probably be questions that parents may bring up this weekend. But if it's just as long as your daughter has an interest in um in the STEM, I would just keep it simple and just say as long as she has an interest in in, in learning about um, STEM science and math, and I, I would just I would just really just keep it as simple as possible for the parents because you know that's starting to become the new thing now where parents are saying that there are a lot of opportunities for their daughters and I don't know if you guys have been following the um, NCAA like I have, but the commercials that they're showing now they're really just highlighting um, science and math um, for young people, especially for girls and everything. So. I would really just keep it simple for them this weekend. Just, you know, just long. We, our goal right now is we want to get the girls in, and then we can go after the schools. And Because trust me, if parents have an interest, they're going to reach out to these principals themselves, and they're going to hammer those principals until they, the principals are going to get tired of the parents, and they either they're going to reach out and say, okay, we'll open up. We'll get this program started. So that's just, I, yeah, I, I just really just like keep it simple. I, I completely, I completely agree. And so for the for that thread for the answers, so to me we have to have answers for different people. So we have the answers for parents is for their daughters to express an interest in gems, and then to put pressure onto say whatever school that their daughters are in to request for a gems program in their school. So that will be kind of the answer for parents. Then we have we have to have answers say for teachers, and then we have to have answers say for even even students. And so. I think the first part, yes, is to keep it interesting, but we also, I mean, keep it simple as far as expressing interest in science and tech. But the second part is, okay, how do we formally get gems in there? And that is getting the principals and the teachers and really, to me, the school board involved to really say, okay, we really need gems in this program, and what does that require? That requires a teacher sponsor and that requires a classroom that we can come in every week, and that requires um, – like participation by your students in your students. And so those types of things I think we want to lay out to say these are some of the things that we need for gyms to excel in the school and to be, say, impactful in the school and for the girls to benefit from. So that's kind of that's kind of where I was going as far as – but as far as the requirements for the girls, yes, it's very simple. It's just, yes, they need to just express interest. It's not a GPA requirement. It's not a got to do well in science and math and all that kind of stuff. If you're just interested in the science and tech, then definitely come and participate. So this is a but question I, for Raluca. This is a question for Raluca. So for William Wirt, how did you all get into the school? Did you all just go meet with the principal, have a one-on-one um, meeting with the principal regarding gyms, or did parents request to have gyms in that program? 
That's an excellent question. And for some of the schools, um, it, it's, I mean, the, the relation of GEMS with the school precedes my, my participation in GEMS, so I'm not sure how we first started. So many times how we I mean, first started with a discussion with the principal. Are you interested in this? Uh, hi, that's the program we are running. Are you interested in having this program in your school? So that's kind of the, fir the first time ever that we go in the school. And then year after year, um, we kind of need to go back and say, hi, are you still interested in having jumps here? Okay. And, um, you know, we've talked to our past um, past school sponsor and she's interested in continuing, you know, is there any problems there? Or maybe we've talked to, to our past uh, teacher sponsor and she's not available this year. Um, do you so, have a suggestion with whom to talk? Because, so, I mean, the fact, the fact that the principal wants to run the program doesn't mean that the principal is going to be there in the classroom, so we need to, you know, it's it's like two 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 things of interest: a teacher that's interested and the kind of the formal, um, you know, the principal, the vice principal, so kind of the administration being interested. Okay. So once you get the principal, so, uh, when we first, uh -huh. when we first started gym, so I was, um, so I was. When Jim started, I was there as a graduate assistant. So when Jim started, when we first started, the way we identified schools was really by the proximity to the University of Maryland because we really depended on the mentors. And so we really, say, identified, say, two or three schools. One was like Hyattsville Middle School. And so for, that's just for an example. And what we did was we did what currently what they're doing today is that we, we went and talked to the principal. And once we talked with the principal and we kind of pitched GEMS, we had a whole presentation and what GEMS can be and what GEMS will be for your students and what it will mean for your students, then the principal kind of went out and identified teachers. And typically okay. the teachers were science teachers, math teachers. Um, some had tech, tech, um, technology teachers kind of. And they would then have to say, okay, I'm available to be the sponsor for GEMS. And that's kind okay. of how it went in order to get into the school. Okay, okay. Yeah. So the Interesting you kind of brought that up because as I was, yeah. um, Mrs. Hillary, as I was sitting here thinking about it, and I, and I understand that we need to have certain questions, but I, I think just from a project management perspective, and that's just kind of me, and I work, I work in goals and strategies and all this stuff, right? So my thought was, I think I've heard a couple of people, you know, I, I know I heard someone else say it, is like, understand that we need to have questions, but I think we also have to step back, and, and I was thinking about is that we have to think about what's you know, what's in proximity to University of Maryland? What makes sense? We have one school. What are some of the other schools that we should actually position ourselves for? I mean, I think there's opportunities. Yes, we can achieve many great, I guess, schools and get out there to many of them, but I feel like it just seems like we're in a position where we're trying to get things started. You know, not get things started, but get things stable into smooth ground, we can get, get it going and, uh, and function in a, a very um, smooth space and then be able to build and can continue to grow. And I, I just feel like it has we have to be able to to manage it in such a way that it, we, it does make sense. It's like coming together and saying, okay, next year maybe our goal is that we'll definitely get into the two schools and, and, and then maybe it will be three schools. But it just I feel like we – you kind of have to project and be able to um, to do that. So I understand why you're saying we need to have certain answers and certain questions, but at the same time, we have to probably come up with some of these realistic goals of what, what we can be able to achieve. Right. I actually think we have – there are two things we have. We have a short-term and we have a long-term goal as far as operations goes and gems and the way gems can be. And I think for the short-term goals, you're right. I think it was – I think it's you, Hillary – um, is in that we do need to identify schools close to University of Maryland for the short term and then go ahead and begin building the relationships with those schools to try and get in there. The key thing about this and the reason why we were not into three schools is because I think we started too, too late as far as beginning that relationship and identifying teachers. Because by the time we got to the school, 
the teachers had already committed to other after-school programs. And so we have to, and one teacher, I mean, one principal I was talking to uh, from Nicholas Orham said that um, please contact me in the summer so that they can begin identifying teachers to commit to. So we have to start that early before the school, before the school year starts in order to make sure that we're in the school. Um, but you right. should be starting now. Like, if, if you want right. to, I wouldn't even look at the so, summertime. So, so, you know, the plan, yeah, I mean, you want to plan some time in May or June before the schools are out so that they can kind of right. get their situation together. Exactly. Well, so that, that, that all sounds great. <laughs> and once again, when we left last year, I had three schools, three principals, uh, and three teachers who were like, yeah, we'll be back. And over the summer, two teachers moved away, one out of state, one I have no idea where it is. Uh, one principal was moved. Yeah. So we have a perfect thing in June. Nevertheless, we still to get back like the week before school right. starts. Mm-hmm. Right, but I think that goes there. back to I think that goes back to project management and forecasting and forcing. I'm glad actually that happened because now I think our strategy should be not to confirm one teacher, but to probably confirm two teachers in the case that one of them is not available in the spring. Because to me, to have two teachers committed to gyms is not a bad thing. So instead of just having one and saying, okay, we're good, say when we go out and build this relationship, we try to say get two or try three, but definitely two, so that if over the summer something happens to one of the teachers, we still have a teacher there who can be a sponsor for Jim. So I think now our strategy is to is to kind of ensure that, oh, try, we can't prevent it, of course. I mean, there are certain things you just can't do, but we can try to minimize that risk of not having any teacher sponsors for Jim and therefore can't be in the school. Right? And also, I agree. And then also, I think if we're consistently communicating, even if they right. commit in May, but if we're consistently communicating with them in the summer, then it just ensures, again, it ensures that we'll have right. somebody in there for the, for the when the semester starts. Right, right. So our strategy probably should be to try and get more than one teacher and then also to maintain um, communications with those teachers and actually with the school, the principal themselves, over the summer so that once fall hits, we are we're good we're, we're we're stable and we're able to and you know of course that's ideal and I'm sure things can happen and that but I mean as far as trying to minimize the risk of certain things happening I think that's a good way or a good strategy to to go for it right yeah I think okay. I actually think it's yeah. a good idea I think you do <laughs> yeah I think that's a good idea you should stay in contact with with several teachers and along with the school principal because coming from the school system things do change um it could offer them another, um, there could be a shortage at another school and they may need to send that teacher elsewhere. So maybe that teacher could have someone else that they could um, put in that right. replacement. So, yeah, I think that's a good idea to just, just um, we should just stay in contact with them throughout the summer until um, the school um, begins in the fall. That that, that right. does sound like a good idea. Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay, um, so we're we're at seven o'clock, so I don't, I don't want to keep everyone too long. So um, I'll summarize everything we have. There is a recording of the meeting, um, and then we kind of just a couple of other things I want to touch on, but we don't have to today. But you can think about it or developing new partnerships. As we were building the website, I noticed that all our partnerships are from the University of Maryland. It would be great if we can get some outside, like companies and stuff like that. So I kind of want us to start brainstorming on ways to build those relationships. And to be honest, I did reach out to John Hopkins Applied Physics Lab, and they are interested in partnering with Jim. And so um, I just need to contact their office again and kind of work that out, a formal process for doing that. But that is one partnership that we can acquire for Jim. And so um, I just kind of want us to start thinking about that, of developing these relationships beyond, say, the University of Maryland. I'm grateful for the University of Maryland, but I think we can really kind of amp that up a little bit. The other one is these operations meetings. I kind of want us to begin thinking about how frequent we should meet. Should we just do once a month um, teleconferences um, or, or or whatever? Do one kind of go through Slack and then kind of update everyone? So I kind of want us to think about formally specifying uh, how frequent we should meet and, and the process for that. 
So those are the two things that um, we didn't get to touch on, but that, that's okay. We don't have to do that today. Um, um, so just a reminder for the spring field trips is to kind of submit everything to me, and I can summarize and send out to everyone. And then mm-hmm. Luca is going to send out the assessment questions, and we can review those. And if we want to add to those, we can add to those, and um, we can go ahead and get that rolling. Um, does anyone else have anything they want to mention or talk about or provide any feedback on or anything? Hello? No. I'm going to no? probably email you <laughs> offline. Um, I, I'm kind of, I have a question about partnerships, but I won't take up the time now. Okay. I'll just email you. Okay. Sure. No problem. Or if you want to do me on, if you want to connect with me on Slack as well, you can send me a direct um, say thing on Slack too if you want. Oh yeah, that I, I'm trying to I'm trying to grow into Slack. So yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> no problem. No problem. <laughs> um, any other um, uh, questions or concerns or feedback or anything like that? No. No. I mean, I have a company. I think I'm gonna try to reach out to them. Um, but I don't want to put it out yet. So one, let me try to do some research on this company, and then I'll um, I'll re- I'll let you know. Oh, no. no problem at all. No problem. Yeah, that's great. No problem at all. Okay. Uh, any other? Um, you know what? Um, actually, Sigel, I guess I can contact you offline about Howard University. But yeah, I was thinking about Howard too. So. Yeah, I, w- I was thinking about that. So, um, but we we can chat offline about it. Okay. Okay. Alrighty. Thank you so much, ladies, and I'll send out all the notes and everything. Alrighty. Okay. All right. Thanks. All right. Have a good night.
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.